Stand on the bar, stomp your feet, start clapping. Got a real good feeling, something bad about to happen. Helmets and Heels, brought to you by Underwood Jewelers on 1010XL, 92.5 FM. Here's Donna Murphy, Lauren Brooks, Amanda Borges, and Blythe Brumleave. Oh, something bad. By the way, a little birdie told me that uh, the opening to the show might be changing at some point. Yes. So uh, we have some work to do in deciding what the yep. new song will be. Because we, I guess, kind of decided something bad about to happen isn't exactly what happens in here. But it's a good kind of bad, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Isn't that what the song is for anyway? Like, that's what they're it saying? Is. Yeah. 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 We just need to freshen up a little. That's all. We okay. like changes. It's the off season. We may as well yep. get ready for the season. And Donna, good to have you back. It. Thanks. We've been sending out emails about the songs, and mine got shut down right away. <laughs> Yours were <laughs> older old. than five years. Um, yeah. 40 years old. Yeah. I have to admit, I didn't know any of the songs, really. What? Because they're not country. No, no, no. Not hers. Sorry. Oh. The newer ones. Oh, Once okay. we got in the new oh, age, I didn't. they it. were all pretty much pop. I didn't know any of them. I had to Spotify yeah. all of them. Okay. Or YouTube. But uh, but anyway, so. I'm like, how do you not know the Golden Girls theme? Oh, no. I do know that one. But that definitely would <laughs> that age us. The Golden <laughs> Girls theme. Come on. Thanks oh. for being a friend. Yeah, it's true. All right. Let's get right to it. Speaking of friends. Friend of the program, Curtis Dvorak, a.k.a. Jackson DeVille, started here 19 years ago, has been the only mascot for the Jacksonville Jaguars, and by all accounts, probably, if not the best mascot in the league, which, of course, Jaguar fans would vote him, um, by far one of the most famous mascots in the NFL across all cities and franchises. Ladies, the announcement came today. What were your first thoughts? Ugh, I, see, I, I see you looking at me. Um, <laughs> I actually heard a little bit of the rumors about it last night, and you just kind of—it's one of those things where you just kind of hope it's not true, and then you wake up in the morning, and you see more rumors, and it's like oh, this really is happening. Uh, to to put it into words of what he means to the franchise, it really—it's it, it, hard to explain that to somebody who hasn't grown up with the team. Um, but as someone who I, I would say I'm definitely part of Generation Jaguar, you know, it's the, the generation that has grown up with the team. You know what it's like to have or to not have a team. And mm-hmm. then you, you, you see where it's come and you see how far, how much progress the city has made since we have an or since we got an NFL team. And Curtis has been there from day one. He's been there whenever we had all the blackouts in 2009. All but one game was blacked out. He was there during all the Tebow controversy. He was there during the ownership change when many fans weren't sure if the team was going to stay in town, he was there through it all. And he was just as much of a fan of the franchise as he was the mascot. And in costume or out of costume, he was the same person. And he always gave 110%. And just to think, and, and to, when you're scrolling through Twitter today and you're going through all of the old memories and, and, and different things that he's done, it, it's just there is no replacing him. And it, it's, I know it might seem like a joke to, to other NFL fans, but he really is the best mascot in all of sports. I think he was actually voted last year mm-hmm. or last season as the best mascot in all of sports, not just football. So it's, it's an extremely tough act to follow. Uh, I, I don't think that anyone will ever be able to fill his shoes. It's, it's tough. And he's put his life on the line so many times with the different stunts. And for people who don't know, I don't know, Amanda, if you ever heard the story when you were out of market, but he ended up getting suspended upside down and passed out while in costume. And it was a pretty scary event. And so he, and you know, what did he do the next week? Got right back, 
jumped right off the light tower. So he's one of those people that really is willing and has been willing to risk his life Mm -hmm. to provide entertainment for the fans. I mean, yeah, it was, um, I don't know if it was really a shock because I know that there was a lot of somewhat controversy last year, you know, with what uh, he said about the Ebola and stuff like that. And um, I look at, for me, as, yeah, it's going to be sad because he is awesome. He truly... (laughs) There's nobody out there like him that can be a mascot. Um, but I look at it as the Jaguars as an organization are really trying to start themselves as a new organization. They want to make themselves new. I don't know, you know, if this was – I don't want to say, yes, this was Curtis's decision. I don't know. But if he decided to retire, it just seems like the Jags are trying to go in, a, in another direction of – all right, we're going to start new. Here's our, you know, we washed our hands of everything that is ever old, and we're the new Jags. And you actually decided today, I believe, that uh, you could have a new part-time job. I did. I think it would, (laughs) no one's going to replace the cat. No one can replace him. Whoever does go back in the suit, if they keep the suit the same, nobody knows. Um, It will be tough, but I thought to give it a, another edge, why don't they add a female counterpart? No NFL team has a female counterpart. Like a couple? The, yes. Like Mr. and Mrs. Jackson DeVille? Like that or oh. a sister, a friend, whatever. Okay. However you want to yeah. marry them together. But, yeah, the only professional team that has one, I believe, is the Blue Jays. Um, I believe they have – I think that's who it is. Um, they have a female counterpart to theirs. Otherwise, it's, it's well known in the college football realm that even UCF has one. So, I so would you thought, bungee jump off the lake? I would do it. Now, I will take this idea to Hussein, and I will do that, and I want to be the first one in line to be able to do this. Hussein is the vice president for fan engagement for the Jaguars, for those who don't know. Yeah, and uh, I guess he's going to be getting a request yes. from Donald to will be join the email. team. Expect an email. Yes. Right away. I think this would be awesome. I think it would be great. You know, the, the female fans, which we know are the majority of the Jags fans, for the l- young ones out there, they shouldn't – there's nothing wrong with the roar. There's nothing wrong with the cheerleaders. I used to be a cheerleader. There's nothing wrong with it. But to give the young female fans something else to look at and something else to – oh, that's awesome. You know, my little boy just loves characters. He loves the Mickey Mouse. He loves all that. You know, little girls love that too. They love – you know, the princesses and the, you know, this, I, I could grow off and say Sophia and all that, but I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys really know any of that, but they'd love that. And I just think a female aspect of the mascot would really engage them even more. And it would, it would be awesome. I know Shad Conlex would be the first of, for everything. Sure. And it's this, very innovative. This would be a first. I thought of her name could be Cruella DeVille and then she'd be really mean to Jax. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's terrible. Why? I don't know. Listen, I give Curtis credit, okay, as an outsider looking in before I've even met Curtis or barely knew who Jackson DeVille was. He was just another mascot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's cool. He does cool things. But when you're an outsider, you don't really know how great of a person he is. And to for any other mascot in any other sport, 
the person inside the suit is a nobody. You know what I mean? And so it's so cool that Curtis took that and made it into something. Like, he wasn't just, oh, I have no idea who's in that suit. Like, who do we know? No, no one cares. Here, you cared. And he made that something. And that's awesome. He did that for almost 20 years. Like, that is a solid career. And now he's going to take that and be an entertainer. And, you know, he's hasn't made his, you know, official, you know, statement of saying what he's going to do. But he's mentioned... TV, radio, whatever he's doing. So I didn't tell you guys. The end. He's what? he's the newest member of Helmets and Heels. <laughs> oh, We're getting a fifth microphone put in here. Nice. He would fit in well. <laughs> yeah, he would. How he old totally is would. Curtis? Curtis is forty. Yeah, I think yeah, he just sober. turned forty. That's impressive, right there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think part of what he said this morning when he joined uh, Dan and Jeff on the drill on our station was that. You know, his bones have been creaking for a while and his joints are starting to get tired. And so mm-hmm. if, if that's one of the reasons that I certainly understand, I would think it's more of on the case of wanting to go out on top. I mean, imagine the yeah. day that he's had today with just filled from the fans and even the team and, you know, different organizations that know national how, attention. It, absolutely. National. Absolutely. And sure. Are there other franchises who would make fun of that, that the mascot gets that much attention? Maybe they are. But in a in an organization in such a small town is what really Jacksonville is a small market. So many changes have happened over the last few years that we've had the one thing that stayed the same, and that's Jacksonville. And while the mascot will be staying the same, I kind of tweeted this today. I'm I'm kind of excited for Jackson. Well, for Jackson to be the same is is great because there at least there's some consistency. But for Curtis to be able to show up, tailgate with the fans, mm-hmm. go to a game as a fan, mm-hmm. if the career was going to end one way or the other, then at least now he still gets to be a part of it. At least he didn't die doing one of the stunts, I guess, oh is what gosh. I'm getting at, because yeah. that really is a scary uh, career. But Is he going to have say in who is the new? Probably not. No. Yeah. I, I highly doubt that. I would doubt that, yeah. But I'm sure he'll be, you know, around the organization in some shape or fashion. You know, like I said, as a fan, showing mm-hmm. up and cheering and, and having a good old time. If you want to change it, I'm voting for that female counterpart. Bring yeah. her in. I think I think you have the moves. Bring her. I think you have Rose, the personality. You want to call her <laughs> Teal? I like Donna Deville. Donna Deville. I had a friend in high school. Her name was Teal, so I thought Teal would be good. Oh, that's simple. Or Rose, because the spots on a jaguar are known as are known as rosettes. I didn't know that. Me neither. You've done a lot of research that? today. I yeah. didn't talk about any I, of this yet. <laughs> Let me grieve. I am not Life taking him away. I'm not talking about taking over Jackson. I'm just saying add in a girl. They should retire his number while we're while we're still at it. Retire the jersey. Yeah. Yeah. This was brought up by um by a Bolte Brigade Pat earlier on on Twitter that they should retire his number and whoever is in the costume next should be zero one. I know. I like that idea. Dan and Jeff were talking about that this morning. Yeah. Yeah, and and Dan made a really good point this morning, which is the organization should not need the mascot retiring to be such big news. It should be all about what happens on the field, and the mascot should be a small portion. But that's not the way it has been. It's not. And Jackson DeVille has been an integral part of this franchise since day one. So for me, he has played a pivotal role in this entire organization. He's upgraded this franchise to a point where – in seasons that no one is talking about us, at least they're talking about our mascot. Right. There are times, the amount of things that he's done for this franchise, he has done better than 90% of the players that ever suited up for the Jaguars and played on the field. He should go in, in, in my opinion, he should go in the ring of honor well before other players like uh, Brunel. Yeah. I, 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 I definitely think that he should, he's so, 
I guess he was so important to this franchise. It's it, you cannot understate that for the fans, the you know the forty thousand that has grown up with this fan base, they know how important he is. And even outsiders today, hearing outsiders talk about their favorite Jacksonville moment, whether it's you know hitting the green on seventeen, you know what other mascot can do that in the costume on his knees. Right. You know, chasing a pigeon, getting rules changed. The, the NFL changed their mascot rules because of his antics. No, no other mascot can say that, and he really is. And it's not just his on-the-field antics. It's you know the, the hospital visits that you don't see to, to sick children. It's you know going to schools and, and lifting up those kids. It's, it's the little things you don't see that I think it was, I read that it was over 7,000 appearances. Mm-hmm. Over our city and globally, not just here, but in London, too. Sure. Yeah, he had started to develop an international following, too. It's a it's a sad day for, I would say, every season ticket holder that has ever had a, a good moment with Jackson. And, and I would say 99.9%, if not 100% of moments with Jackson have been fantastic. It's sad, but the good thing is the mascot itself is not going away. So we're sad because we know the person inside the suit. But to a kid, they're not going to know the difference, mm-hmm. honestly. And he right. probably, whoever he, she replaces, Curtis, <laughs> may not do all the crazy stunts. So, of course, people are going to notice a difference. But luckily, it's not like, oh, well, we're completely getting rid of this big cat mascot and going in a different direction. You know, that would be so drastic. Right. So at least they're keeping, as far as we know, they're keeping, you know, the Jackson DeVille mascot and... Curtis will still be cheering on. Well, they certainly are because they said that in today's press release that they're searching for the replacement. Mm-hmm. But like Blad said, and that's gonna there be is no fun. replacement. There isn't. It's, no, there it's is going to be a very mild version, a very vanilla version of what Jackson is. And meh. You never know. We <laughs> might be surprised. It It'll probably take two or three times to replace whoever's in that costume to even live up to a quarter of what Curtis was. I'm going to earn your love <laughs> if this comes Sorry, to That's the female mask. They Sorry, should bring Blythe to the auditions because she will be one tough cookie to impress. She will that boo is, everybody. That is certainly Just leave. True. Leave now. <laughs> All right, well, we console Blythe. Uh, coming up next, we will talk about Tales from the Toilet, so we'll go and get the tissue paper now. Helmets and Heels on 1010XL, 92.5 FM. I would call this typical bump music for Helmets and Heels, right? Totally. I get ready to this music. We're kind of like metalheads, right? Duh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't even wear these right now. I, can't <laughs> to this. I love this it's stuff. It's hard. It's, it's hard on my brain. You don't recognize this song? This is a song that Jackson dives into the ever or used to dive into ever. <laughs> Someone console her. She's too far away from me. <laughs> but um, past tense. If, if you're on Twitter, Amanda Borges, uh, Smorgis Borges, just went on and <laughs> used her incredibly <laughs> handy selfie stick yeah. to get a picture of the four of us I and did. tweet it out. And if you look at Blythe's <laughs> face, 
You will see that she is not in a good mood today. This is this is what she's trying to convey in nope. this picture. She's unhappy. By the way, it looks like Alex Morgan's on the show with us as well because you can see yes. her face in the she background. She's more beautiful than all of us, so it's fine. I'll let her in. Well, uh, she had a great game last night. <laughs> she did. She I saw it. that goal. That was awesome. Good job. Way to watch. Way to cheer. Did you ladies watch the game last night? I did. All yeah. right. You do look crazy in that picture. <laughs> I meant to do that. That's awesome. Welcome back to Helmets and Heels, where we talk selfie sticks and toilets. We're going to get right to uh, Tales from the Toilet this week. Vlad, tell everyone about Pablo Sandoval, please. So, Red Sox player Pablo Sandoval, he got into a little bit of uh, trouble last weekend when he took a mid-game break to the bathroom. <laughs> and Which, that at, part's not bad. That's no. not... Not, not at all. No, and I it, guess that's allowed, it right? It was a number baseball? one. It was, it was a number two. So, sometimes <laughs> you need to... Have... you have to announce those things? Um... Excuse me, gentlemen, Maybe. I'm about to go drop some things off. Probably. I'll be back. Whenever guys do <laughs> do number two, well, they else? take a long time. Do I don't know if you guys have ever known, but they take a long time. Typically, to, yes. To, ha- to conduct a number <laughs> Their business. two. So yes. normally, they will take some kind of a, it used to be a newspaper back in the day. Now, right. a days, your newspaper is your phone. Right. So they take their phone in, as Pablo Sandoval did, and he went to Instagram. And started liking a couple pictures of a model. On the job. And on the john uh, in the middle of a game. So technically and on the job as well. <laughs> for, those, yes. for those that don't know, you, if you like pictures on Instagram, there's an activity tab. And you can see when what other people, what the time. The and the, time? The time in the photos and how many pictures you've liked. Uh, mm-hmm. If you followed anyone, it, it, that's all on Instagram. Wow, I, I'm another Pablo, reason why not to be on Instagram. But I'm guessing Pablo Sandoval didn't know this <laughs> because someone else screenshotted it, sent it out, got back to the Red Sox organization, and he was benched for a game. So now my <laughs> question and the, what the emails circulated oh. through us is, do you take your phone into the bathroom? Hell <laughs> no. Gross. <laughs> Gross in so many ways. There's no way I'm taking my cell phone in there. Unless I know I will be uh, in there for a long time because I'm puking. I'm go with. That's <laughs> Even puke? then, the that's reason. way worse. Not if I need a text. I need help. That's the oh, only reason. Okay. That's if I am deathly ill. Otherwise, that thing needs to stay out of the bathroom. That's gross. I always uh, have my phone in the bathroom because that's when you check Twitter, exactly. Instagram. I'm a busy chickadee, so when I have a few spare seconds, then I'm going to use them. I second that. I do, and I know several people who actually tweet about their bathroom <laughs> experience uh, to just further confirm that we are not alone. <laughs> I We had a pool party for one of my girlfriends who just got engaged not too long ago, and one of the girls that was going, she's like, it's nothing like... She sent me a picture of her on the toilet that it's nothing like a nice cleanse before I have, go to a pool party. <laughs> It's not oh, of wow. the toilet. I said, if you send me a picture of what's in the toilet, I'm not coming to the party. But she did. Look, I know that website that, of the, the showyourpoop.com, whatever yeah, it is. Really? You know that website. Yeah. yeah. No, Guys do like, that. Guys. Disgusting. Yeah. For you women who don't know, your men take photos of <laughs> your men. that and send it to their friends like it's funny. On Snapchat. I've seen a, a few yes. of those and I, I I delete you right away if I get one of those. You're I gone. Bye. don't. Get it. Donna, do you know what Snapchat is? 
I've heard of it. I've never used it. We're going to have to, I've decided, kind of bring you up to speed on a lot of the social media before your son gets old enough to start using this stuff. <laughs> I'm hoping that when my son is old enough to use it, half of this crap isn't even here. Really? Yeah. Well, you could use oh. Snapchat to take a picture of your crap. No. <laughs> I will literally. That is that is too disturbing. First of all, Pablo Sandoval, he should have been benched weeks ago because of how horrible he is. That team, and they are my team, and yours as well, yeah. Blythe, they suck. All right? They are god-awful this year. So just bench them all. So that all was just their excuse, really. They needed a reason to bench him. Yeah, because then— And so- they said, you know what? You shouldn't be on social media— while you're working, whether you are sitting on the toilet or sitting on the bench in the dugout, you're just, you know, out for a game. He's and off. I think that's that speaks to more of the greater issue with it is that his head's not in the game. Right. Obviously, he, he's checking out models. He had to go to the bathroom, him. though. But you go to the bathroom and then you play the game. You don't, you, I don't know, study the bullpen or pitch counts yeah. or something. True. Don't go on Instagram. It's a game. I know, I'm, But there are 162 games a year. Baseball season is so long. I mean, it's not a sin (laughs) to just hang out on the toilet for like two minutes and check your social. I don't. What guy do you know takes a two minute poop? Let's be honest. (laughs) You're right. What girl do? Are you girls sitting on the toilet for two minutes? No, I'm pretty quick. Then Uh, how do you? Why do you bring your phone if you're in for that? Yeah, I don't. I don't take my phone. (sighs) I don't have time to make those trips to the bathroom even longer. You know what I mean? Like, why would you extend that? That's not enjoyable. I don't. I don't want to spend my time in the bathroom. Exactly. Yeah. Lauren, do your legs ever fall asleep? No. What? <laughs> Holy cow! No. Now we know <laughs> we can never find Blythe. We know where to look. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna get us on the same topic, but just slightly off topic. And uh, so a few weeks ago, I was at a restaurant in town. Shocking, I know. I was out and about, right? How was their bathroom? Did you use their bathroom? So I go to the bathroom with my cousin, and we walk in, and we each, you know, get in our stalls, and all of a sudden, we hear a male voice. (gasps) And so someone in the stall next to her goes, is is that a man? (laughs) (laughs) So we both walk out, and we turn to look, and there is this drunk, stumbling guy who was like, I need to go to the bathroom. And we're like, hey, buddy, you're in the wrong place. You need to go across the hall. He's so drunk, he cannot register what we're saying. He just keeps walking into the stall, pushes the door open, puts his hand on the wall, and then starts to relieve himself with the door wide open. So we're obviously dying laughing. You just stood there and watched? Well, we're like, hey, hey. And he, you know, he's that type of like blackout to where there's no... You know, there's no Just dealing or rationalizing. Right. So then the worst part is this mom walks in with like her two daughters who are wow. under the age of 10. And my, I guess, maternal instincts, I jump in front of where he's going to the bathroom like this. Good. And I'm like, Just keep moving. Nothing to see here. Just go. And the mom's like, What on earth? And now she probably thinks this is like my boyfriend or something, right? And I'm just like, girls, just go, just go. And so they walk really quickly as if there's some natural disaster going on. (laughs) And as it turns out, uh, he, I don't know why he was in the bathroom because he ended up peeing all over himself. So if you're that guy listening, drink a little less on Sunday by like 4 p.m. so that you can use the men's bathroom. Yeah, use your own stinking bathroom. That is pure Jimmy Dugan. From a league of their own. <laughs> yes, that is, it is fantastic. It is, yeah. My other um, 
funny story. It's really less bathroom, but so I did a 5K that started at Mellow Mushroom a few weeks ago in Avondale. That's a great place to start. It was a great place to start, and you got a free drink when you finished. So that's motivation, extra motivation. So, well, before you spend five dollars to buy the drink without running at all, (laughs) that's also true. (laughs) But when you want to compete in the 5K challenge that we're doing, the stadium challenge for Jags. Yeah, have you signed up for that? No. Have you signed yep. up for that? I'm going to sign up for that. I'm, I'm going to end up doing this alone. No, you're not. <laughs> so regardless, I'm, we're about to start the 5K. I'm just and waiting I realize, so I can pay more. I got, yeah, exactly. That's why I sent you the early registration. So I'm about to start the 5K, and I'm like, you know, I should probably get some stretching in. So I lean over to start stretching my hamstrings and, like, bend forward without remembering the fact that this Mello has glass everywhere, and there's a couple sitting right on the other <laughs> side of the glass, just staring at me in like complete embarrassment for me because my friend taps me and she goes, "Hey, they just ordered pizza. They may not want to see your rear end in their face." <laughs> and then later, I had to use the restroom, and I walked right by them, and I could hear them whispering about me, like, "That's the girl whose butt was right there." <laughs> so, regardless, my advice that I'm passing along to all of you is. Before you start a 5K and before you start stretching, look behind you and make sure that you're not going to be ruining someone's dinner. Did you wear underwear? I was in, you know, like workout shorts. Have you seen Pitch Perfect 2? Yes. No. Uh, She split her pants. That's why I asked. (laughs) Did you wear underwear? She split her pants and she wasn't wearing underwear (laughs) and she was hanging in like a swing on stage and she like turned and did a whole 180 and it was not good. Not good. Hilarious movie, by the way, but it was not a good situation. (laughs) I ripped my pants once bowling. (laughs) I was like bending down to tie my bowling shoe and I was in white jeans and I was really upset because they were nice white jeans. But I gave that bartender quite the show because Ooh. he was right behind me. And, I mean, they split from, like, Kingdom Come. So, Kingdom oh, gosh, it was, it was an awful day. Are we done talking about toilets? Would you like to add more about the toilets? No. Okay. Cause we're, Don't bring your phone in there. We're actually going to get to a little uh, female play-by-play announcers. Nice. And uh, I want to let everyone know why I got heated up in our meeting yesterday. You're listening to Helmets and Heels on 10 to next on 92.5 FM. Helmets and Heels on 1010XL, 92.5 FM. I think it's absolutely ridiculous. I think Tom Brady is the best quarterback to ever play the game. Should, should have six championships, well before it's all said and done. Did he mess with the balls? Ah, uh, that No, that's ridiculous. I mean, he's got beautiful balls. That's right, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> that's amazing. Tom Brady has beautiful balls. This is so great because <laughs> it's pitch perfect and then Mark Wahlberg all in one. <laughs> Attaboy, Scott. Attaboy, Donna, for finding that clip from Mark Mark Wahlberg. Yes, that was my mom. Thank you, Mom. She told me that he was on the Today Show this morning. And, of course, you know, he's a – everyone knows he's Boston, huge fan. Yep. And with Ted 2 coming out, he's promoting it, and Brady is in the movie um, (laughs) for an extremely funny reason. If you don't know why, you'll have to look it up. I don't – Because I I cannot talk about that on air. I I, I don't think there's any way – you, you can I? I don't think I could say that. To get his the, the teddy bear, Ted, you know Needs him and his substance. yeah him that and his like wife. Him oh. and his wife want to have kids, but sure. he's not legally a person. Sure. So sure. they want to use Tom as a sperm donor. Yes. Why can't you say that? Because uh, of how I described it to Blythe. <laughs> I just said it looks like glue. Yeah. <laughs> what? All right. Yeah. Um, I was going the nasty way. So. I need to know if you were given the choice of Mark Wahlberg or Tom Hanks, who are you going with? 
I see people ask me that. I do not think of Tom Hanks in that way. Okay, Mark Wahlberg or Tom Brady? <laughs> she's really struggling over answer. there. It she's, is for you. Yeah, she's really Brady, having a hard time. I don't know that that is. Um, don't know. Lady, just look at the, the draft picture of when Brady got drafted, and then look, look at, at I, I, <laughs> you can look at a scrawny. I don't know if you can find a scrawny Mark Wahlberg though. No. I mean, he was even the underwear Calvin model. Glenn model. Yeah. So, have you made your decision, my lady? <laughs> no, there is no decision in that one. I will go The Rock over all of them, though. Really? I love The Rock. Yes. Well, Amanda can hook you up because you know yeah, we're, yeah. there. We're BFFs, so I'll I put know, it in a good right? word. Don't worry. Yeah, The Rock is enjoyable. <laughs> yes. So we had a meeting yesterday to discuss our wonderful show, Helmets and Heels. And one of the things that came up just randomly was female play-by-play announcers. I watch a lot of college football. I work on a college football show, so I'm kind of required to watch a lot of college football, regardless of the fact that I'm a huge fan of it. And so usually the early games on Saturdays, the earliest ones that are shown are Big Ten games with a female announcer. They're usually the only conference that has that. I like it. doesn't bother me in the least. I also usually at that time am not tuning in to where it's my game, so I'm deadlocked and having to listen to the commentators. I usually only am like that if it's Florida or one of the other huge games. Usually I, you know, I can figure it out, so I don't really necessarily need the commentators. But I, I actually think that there are a ton of commentators who have never played football before, male ones. So when the topic comes up, a lot of times people say, I don't want to listen to a female commentator because she never played the game. My point is there's a lot of them that have never played the game or they've played it maybe in grade school or middle school, but not necessarily in high school or beyond. So I need to know, does it affect you when you watch the game? Could you, could you give a better person than the ones they've chosen? How do you feel about it, Amanda? I personally don't particularly like it and I think it's the stigma that college football is a rough and tough guy sport and so I personally would like a male voice to go along with it um for me and the viewing experience listening to a female it just doesn't go okay um and that's part of since the media is all it's always been it's just always been male a male voice and I think that's what we're used to. Um, going back to what you said about how females have never played, there's always been a thing with me unless I, unless they're prominent or unless I look them up, there could be that part where you're like, oh, I wonder if he played. Because he could have. He totally could have. And so unless you take the time to look it up or you already know if he did or not, you know, you think, oh, he could. Well, with the female, you already know that she hasn't. So you automatically go to that place of, oh, well, she doesn't even know what that's like. He just got hit so hard, but she doesn't know. She's never been hit like that. You know, and that's what people go back to, I think. Okay. For play-by-play, it doesn't bother me at, at all. I, I could really care less if it's male or female. With that said, I've never heard it on my favorite team. It, like you said, Lauren, it's always been you know somebody else's team, so it hasn't really mattered to me either way. I have heard those broadcasts, though, where there's no one talking, where you're just watching the game, and I find those fascinating. I, I think ESPN did a couple games last year. I think the championship game, actually. They, they was like on ESPN 3 or something that they had the championship game without any commentary whatsoever, so you don't have to listen to people that could potentially annoy you. Um, but you could just mute your TV also. That yep. too. But I, I just thought it was a really cool perspective of, of how to, to watch a game without the noise. Because 
for a lot of people, I guess they don't understand. There's the play-by-play, and then there's the commentary. The or color. The color, color. Yep. commentary. And so if, I would imagine that if a female did the color commentary, that she would have to have more of a more of a knowledge of playing the game. Maybe yeah. she, you know, a special circumstance where she's been around it her entire life. Um, maybe that could work. But play-by-play, play, I, I, I think, could work fine because you just have to have the talent for it. Right. You're, you're literally calling the play as you yeah. see it. You're doing the down and distance, and you're monitoring what the refs, you know, have to do with the game. It's not something where you necessarily need the technical knowledge. But I always go back to the, the little girl and remember the Titans who, like, grew up, you know, around yes. her dad. And I'm like, that's someone who I feel like could, could jump the on Ursa and do sisters, this. They, they grew up in football, and they're, yeah. they're running one of the, the best, one of the most well-run franchises in the league with the Indianapolis Colts. Have you ever sat in front of the TV and tried to call a game before? Have any of no, you ever done that? I'd be awful at it. <laughs> no, but I've mocked it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you would say, yeah, genius, obviously. We know that. Common sense. Or, you yeah. know. Right. Certain things they say, like, for instance, we'll go to the U.S. Open this weekend. I couldn't stand listening to Joe Buck. I do not like Joe Buck one bit. He can go take his Yankee love somewhere else. And you don't like him in the NFL either, right? I don't like him in the NFL. You know, if he wants to stay and be the commentator just for the Dallas Cowboys, go be it. You know, I don't care because it seems like that's all they do. They always do America's game and somehow it always ends up being a Cowboys game. How ironic. You know, that's what it is. But I just... Yeah, I'm not a Joe Buck fan. I was so happy when he was done with baseball. I was like, yay. And then the U.S. Open came. I'm like, no. Yeah, there um, were obviously a lot of complaints about but, the broadcast. Right. But for golf, uh, there are certain sports I think females are great with. Like golf, they are. She, You know, the one, um, I, I, can't, I don't know if it's the PGA or I forget who it is, but she, she's wonderful. She's on there. You know, she's with whoever she's following, whatever group it is. She's wonderful. And um, Kelly Tillman, who's the host. She's, she's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's great. Um you know, more of the female-driven and oriented sports, I think, work just great. You know, Yeah, I, I definitely think that it's a tradition thing. You tune in and you expect to hear a certain kind of voice, too. Mm-hmm. It's not even just that it's a male voice. Right. You, especially if you listen to sports on the radio, you... And, you know, the live games, you expect to hear that kind of voice that that keeps it moving, has a fast yeah. pace. And I always listen for stuff like that, too. Like, it, are they leaving too much space in between? You know, am, am I trying to figure out what's going on or are they really doing a good job? So I think depending on your preferences, certainly, I just feel like the argument that a man is better than a woman just because he could have played football is, you know, just ludicrous. Right. It, there are plenty of those commentators, and I pointed to like Mike Tirico. I don't know if he ever played, but if he played, I don't know what position he could have played because <laughs> he doesn't tiny. look like a football right. player. But he can do that game beautifully as well as basketball, as well as he just does it all. But all right, so that branches us into women's sports. Do you watch women's sports? Do you prefer them? Do you prefer male sports? What do you think, ladies? I watch women's sports when it involves the Olympics. That's about and it. And that's it? Okay. That's about it. I watch swimming. I'll watch that event. I will, um, which is also male, but I'll I'll, I'll root and watch the women's. Um, I'll watch gymnastics. Love watching mm-hmm. the women's gymnastics. Um, ice skating, ice skating, skating, volleyball. Even, yeah, mm-hmm. like uh, all Tennis. of that. I will follow and watch and root for. Anything else? Nope. I'm okay. Good. For me, with women's sports, uh, it, it's twofold. Um, because we actually talked about this last night with uh, the SI writer. He tweeted out some misogynistic things last yes, night. Yes, he um, sure did. He, I have it up right now, and he was talking about the, the Women's World Cup, and he said not just women's soccer, women's sports in general is not worth watching. And I thought that that was a huge slap in the face because you're basically 
generalization for an entire gender. And that I do have a problem with that just, mm-hmm. you know, based off media coverage over the past 40 or 50 years and their portrayal of women. But in general of women's sports, they it's it's physical. They, they don't have the same physical talents as a male. And as a sports fan, I do like watching the best of the best. But with that said, you know, stuff like the Women's World Cup and, and tennis and the Olympics, those are some of my favorite women's sports mm-hmm. to watch. And they do get the most press they, when it's well done. A lot of the times I think you see in some cases with the WNBA, it's not covered very well. And I think that that hinders the viewing experience. And then that gets less eyes on your product. And, and that means less advertisers. And then less advertisers are coming around, less media is going to talk about it. Yeah, so I think it's a vicious cycle that, that goes on with women's sports in general. Um, but as far as watching the sports, yeah, I'd, I'd love to watch an athletic competition, um, especially when it's of the highest level like the Women's World Cup. You're so right because the sports world makes you fall in love with the Olympics. They make you fall in love yep. with Gabby Douglas, you know, with whoever it is. They're trying with ice skating because we really don't have that one skater that can really peak and and bring that sport back up to where it used to be. But, yeah, they they, they humanize it. And, and they, swimming, too. Swimming yeah. is a big one. Oh, my goodness. It's been big for a mm-hmm. few years for the women's Softball, side. too. Whenever softball finally gets back into the Olympics, yes. it, that's always huge for us. Jenny Finch, for so many years, dominated the headlines. Is golf starting in the Olympics this next Next one or the? I think I it's the say next one. The next one. Okay, I thought it was the following, but I could be wrong. Because I'm assuming is I'm assuming that's going to be both male and female. I would hope so. Yeah, I would hope so. Well, so, do they have Title Nine? We in don't the know. I don't know. I don't know that one. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Yeah. yeah, soccer. I don't know. Hmm. I give a lot of credit to any professional athlete, whether you are male or female, because it is not easy. And I know females especially get a lot of negative media attention, whether it be because they're good looking, but then they don't play well and they do play. There's just a lot of pressure on women in general, especially in sports as an, I'm trying to think of how to phrase this properly (laughs) as a sports fan. I, I get, I am on the men's side of things. I enjoy watching men's sports for whatever reason. I don't particularly enjoy female sports. I don't know why. It's not as entertaining to me. Um, Is that something that the media has just bombarded in me that men, 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 men are better at sport? I don't know. But I just, I don't. I'll watch the Olympics, love the Olympics. Um, If I had a choice to watch a college football game or a women's softball game, that's not even up for discussion. Not even up yeah, for discussion. I agree with that. And I have so much respect for women athletes. So it's not that I am i don't appreciate what they do. It's just I enjoy watching men's sports better. By the way, golf is starting next year. Nice. In Rio. And it is men and, and women. Awesome. So. Well, I'll tune into that. Yes. I love women's sports. But that's also from the fact that I played almost every sport growing up. Right. And then I had a ton of friends play soccer in college. And I would say that for me, I will watch any sporting event that I care about. You can put on, I love baseball, but you can put on, you know, like right now, well, I of course care about the Marlins because Jessica Blaylock works there who used to be on our show and used to work for 1010XL. <laughs> but if you were going to take her out of the equation and you're going to tell me that the Cardinals are playing the Marlins tonight, I could care less. Right. I'm not going to sit down. I'm not going to watch it. Obviously, if it's the postseason, that'd be a different story. However, if you were to tell me that Florida or Florida State, because I have family that goes there and went there, 
or Georgia, if I have a friend that's interested in watching softball is on and I care about whatever it is, I will sit down and I will watch every single pitch. That's so, a good point. Yeah, I think it, it's more of the connecting to it than it is the men or the women. I, I mean, you should see me during these Women's World Cup games. I can't really sit down. Those are fun. Don't, yeah, don't talk to me during it. I, I will, of course, talk a little bit too much and be like, oh, they should have crossed it. Switch the field, you know, kind of like that. Because obviously I know better than them, right? <laughs> totally. Um, but, uh, but like last night when Abby missed the PK, it's like, yeah. don't put so much on it. Like, you know that she's nervous. She, that goalkeeper hasn't played, she hasn't even touched the ball, you know? I, she probably didn't even warm up. She just came in off that red card and now you're giving it all you got because you're excited. I get it. But Abby, like, take a chill pill. That's everything that I said while it was going on. So I would say I get just as excited about college football as I did the Women's World Cup. All right. We're going to check in with Fat Tony next. We'll ask him how he feels about women's sports. But he, of course, is paying a little more attention these days to some bandy baseball. That's next on 1010XL 92.5 FM.